Relax Babe is dedicated to making CBD wellness easy, delightful, and routine by harnessing the power of full-spectrum CBD into pre-dosed, delicious, third-party tested gummies. Formulated by a team of organic food experts in California, Relax Babe CBD gummies contain only six simple ingredients, including the highest quality Colorado-farmed Sativa Indica Blend Hemp to specifically address stress, sleeplessness, pain, and inflammation morning or night. Use coupon code FINDINGGENIUS for a 20% discount at checkout. Visit shoprelaxedbabe.com to shop now. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast, now part of the Finding Genius Foundation. I have a really cool local business that uh, my wife solicits and uh, patronizes. It's called Jake and Blue's Raw. They make this really fantastic dog food that we give to our dogs and that I'm sure a lot of other dogs hopefully eat. Uh, the owner is Cambry Moneyhon. I'm speaking with her today. So, Cambry, thanks for coming. Absolutely, and thank you so much for having me. I'm hoping that I can answer everyone's or answer your questions, and yeah. whatever you got for me, just shoot it my way. Yeah, well, what's your background? How did you get into owning a company that makes uh, dog food? Okay, so actually, our best friend's parents were the ones that founded this company. And so I come from a long line. My family actually owns a big feeding molasses company in the cattle industry, so coming from that kind of background, you know, wanting to own your own business and do something on your own rather than just following your family's footsteps, I, we came across this and, you know, the idea of dogs being on a raw, on raw dog food, a lot of people don't really understand the nutritional benefits of it. And to be honest with you, if you had never heard of raw dog food, most people would be like, what the heck, you know, but to see the, I would say the testimonials and the benefits that it provides to dogs. It is, I feel like that's the way to go. You know, you talk to anybody, you know, everybody has right. a different opinion, but when we've got some, like I said, some of the testimonials that we've got, I mean, it's pretty incredible. So I always tell people, you know, I'm not going to promise your dog that it's going to live this long, full life, but I do believe with your dog being on a raw dog food diet, that it's got to be better than kibble because what is in kibble is, you know, it's filled with chemicals and preservatives and fillers and you're not they're not really getting that nutritional benefit from what they need yeah i've spoken to some veterinarians and a bunch of them corroborated and they said like you know that the idea of people food versus dog food and people thinking of kibble as dog food is is really misleading and the vets told me that you know dogs really do well on pretty much like a carnivore diet and cats especially cats like pure meat that's all they really should eat nothing else Absolutely. So yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, how did you get this idea with dogs? Like, do you love dogs? Do you hang out with them a lot? Oh like, my god, you... my husband loves. He's obviously a very hard worker, and we're in the ranching business ourselves. But he is a dog man. I don't know what it is, but he has. We have like six dogs, but he also uses some of them for hunting dogs. But he has just big heart when it comes to dogs, and so 
when our best friends told us, you know, that their parents are wanting to sell their company because they're getting older and they're wanting to retire. My husband's like, you know what? I might be interested in doing that. So we looked into it and, you know, with my dad, you know, owning his own company, we took it to him. My dad's like, you know, this is a really good, you know, if people don't know about raw dog food. I think it could be a really, really good thing. And so the more that we looked into it and the more that we researched it and the more that came with it, you know, it just really fell into our lap and we couldn't be more excited to be a part of this company. And so it is something that, you know, a lot of people that don't know about raw dog food, they don't realize the benefits with it. And so coming across something that I see that is just exploding and people are actually starting to see the nutritional part of it makes me super excited to see what our future holds. Well, you know, some people may think, oh my God, raw, it's not good for them. You know, like why is raw food okay for dogs and maybe not necessarily good for people? Okay. So there's a lot that goes into this, but, you know, raw feeding is obviously not a new idea. You know, canines have actually come up with it all by themselves. You know, it's a species appropriate way of feeding, which has been around since since the dawn of time. But I would say in the last six to seven years, it continues to grow and especially in popularity because of the health benefits associated with feeding a raw diet. But the difference with this, our diet is based off a dog in a wild. So, You know, back before there was anything such as kibble or that soft food diet that you buy at HEB or the grocery stores, you know, how did dogs, you know, survive back then? So we got a customer the other day that actually they sent in their dog for an allergy analysis. And the only thing that it came back that it was not allergic to was salmon. My husband was like, well, golly, you know, if that's the only thing it's not allergic to, it definitely wouldn't have survived, you know, back in. 200 years ago. So, and her dog has actually come a long ways that had all these allergies. And since being on our food, it has just, she said that it's just shown a complete turnaround. So that was really exciting to see, but it's just, like I said, it's not a new idea. It's just that is canines have actually come with it, come up with it all by themselves with it being around since the dawn of time. Are you there? I heard, oh, yeah, sorry. I heard the pH, the pH of a dog's stomach is one compared to the pH of a person's stomach is three. So I guess they don't get sick from raw food. I have no problem, right? As dogs are carnivores, their anatomy is equipped to be able to digest raw meat and ground bone, which is with ease as it it is the dog's natural food. So us, obviously, we need cooked food. And so, but a dog's anatomy, you know, they're equipped to be able to digest it as opposed to what humans would be able to. Now you're good. And on top of all of that, you know, it is a species appropriate way of feeding, which is a replication of what a canine would have eaten in the wild long before dogs were, de- you know, domesticated. What form does the raw food take? Is it just a pile of stuff or is it, what form does the food take? The blends that we offer, our meat is a three-way blend of beef, goat, lamb, but we also have a grind that's completely just straight beef blend. And so our includes the 70% muscle, the 15% organs, the 10% fat, and the 5% bone dust and trachea. You know, our formulas contain no grains, contains no fillers, and then you know, our animals, they are definitely healthy. They're definitely range raised. We know what's going into those facilities. So the meat that we process, it's in a USDA approved facility to ensure the highest quality. And so there's no doubt in my mind that we don't have, we do not have any kind of cancerous animals getting sent through a facility that's going to be processed in our, you know, through our meat. So we know what animals are getting sent in. We know what animals are getting sent through. We trust the facility, we know that facility, and we know the animals that are getting put in there. Relax, babe. Gummies are vegan, organic, all-natural, and infused with CO2-extracted hemp. 
to provide the purest, best-tasting, highest-quality CBD to support and aid your body's endocannabinoid system. Try their variety pack today and make everyday wellness within reach. They're offering our listeners a generous 20% off their first purchase. You can use coupon code FINDINGGENIUS, no spaces in it, FINDINGGENIUS, at checkout to save 20% site-wide. Just visit shoprelaxbabe.com. Yeah, we call the uh, the food meat pucks because to us it looks yes, like a frozen like hockey puck of meat, you know. Yes, and so it can get real confusing because you know our meats we have different cuts, and we recommend the pucks especially for the people that are just putting their dogs on raw, just because it's super easy to feed. You grab that, you know, depending on you know the dog's weight and the dog's size will depend on how many pucks your dog gets. How much they beg you, and they like when I come home. My dogs look so sad and they cry at me and my wife says, don't believe them, you know, because they ate hey, earlier, how, but you I can't tell. How do they like to be fed the pucks? Do you, do you completely defrost it? Do you give it to them semi-frozen? Do you give it to them completely frozen? How do you feed it to your dogs? Yeah, I should like it frozen. So we open the freezer, we go, meat pucks, who wants a meat puck? And they all come and they sit and then we just take them out of the freezer. I hand it to them, they grab it and they run and they go eat it in their favorite spot. They just chew it up right there. They like it frozen. They actually don't like it thought out. That is exactly okay. So that's what I always tell customers. I always tell them, you know, a lot of the time when if your dog doesn't one, if they've been on a kibble diet, they probably when you're feeding, when you're giving them something as far as raw meat, they you know they're gonna look at you like, what the heck are you giving me? But my sister, when she first got it, she was trying to give it to her dog. When my sister was giving her dog the raw dog food, her dog will only eat it semi-frozen. If it's completely defrosted, she's like, I don't know what the deal is. My mom's dog will eat up this, you know, will eat up the raw dog food, but my dog will not touch it. She gave it to him semi-frozen, it will gobble it down. So it's, I always tell dogs, you know, a lot of times you kind of have to play around with the textures because depending on the dog and how they prefer it to be fed to them, each dog is differently. So I say a lot of, I said, how I recommend feeding it to them is semi-frozen because I've come across more dogs that like the food semi-frozen than they do defrosted. But I said that does not mean that they're dogs that'll eat it semi-frozen. They might want it completely defrosted. Just like humans, every dog is different. So I always tell them, you know, play around with the textures and see how they prefer it to be fed to them. But that's exactly how we feed it to our dogs is we just give it to them completely frozen. Yeah, how many ounces is the average puck? And then I know there's some end pieces sometimes, which are probably more. But I, I would guess like yes, okay. what, two ounces, three ounces? Okay, so the puck that when you get like a puck bag, we've got it pretty much down. We do have a few end pieces in there. I would say those end pieces probably range in about four ounces. They might be three to four ounces, but the average puck size, that's what I'm thinking. The end pieces, I mean, it varies obviously because they're cut and they're not going to be exactly precise. That's why we always have to tell people, you know, when you do the pucks or the chubs, we always have to tell you approximately. But the pucks, you know, they range to approximately six to seven ounces per puck. And then we have the chub cut, which are the one pound cut. And so those are 16 ounces. So depending on your dog, you know, we always just like to start people out on the pucks because I just think they're easy to feed. The chubs, you know, they're obviously three times the size of puck, most likely. And so feeding them the pucks, it's very easy to feed. It's easy to go. You don't have to mix and blend it. You know, a lot of raw dog food companies, you have to mix and blend and add this and add that. And ours is already a balanced diet, what we consider a balanced diet for dogs. And so... Yeah, I, I just assumed you know, they were like hamburgers, but you said they have muscle and organ and all kinds of stuff. That's really good. 
Yes. And so it's a complete balanced diet. And that's what I like about, you know, telling our customers is, you know, you get that puck out. You don't have to do any kind of mixing. You don't have to do any grinding. The only thing that you might have to change is how you feed it to them. So, so like I said, you might have to defrost it a little bit. You might not. So depending on how your dog likes it to be fed to them will depend on kind of the process on how, you know, how you defrost it. But other than that, I think it's super easy to feed. And so, and I well, hope. Our- yeah, no, it's really easy. I mean, it's two seconds. We open the freezer, we open the bag, we say meat pucks and they come and they grab it. Like I said, they run and eat it. That's it. Sometimes and they'll eat it on, on, on like the couch and we got to clean it up. You know, you just wipe it up yes, for a second, like if there's any, any pieces, the but thing. otherwise it's good. Yes, that's what I always tell people. You might want to send them outside or, you know, if you're on a hardwood floor, a concrete floor, you know, that's great. But come into carpet and stuff, I would pull, I would not, you know, feed that over, you know, a carpet or a rug or something like that. Just, you know, because of, you know, obviously when it's just like human meat. So you don't want little pieces of human meat on your rug or your carpet or your couch if it's texture. So that's why I recommend send them outside, or if you have hardwood floors, then that's perfect. What about the um, the half meatballs? Because we got big bags okay, of the them. Meatballs. Those are cool too. Yes. The snacks, you know. Meatballs are super popular, and those are great for dogs that are super small, like Chihuahua. I mean, any kind of, I'd say ten pound dog and under. I would recommend doing the meatballs. But we have so many customers that get those meatballs because it's the same blend as the pucks. It's just a much more finer grind. And so we just recommend those for either snacks or we recommend those for dogs that are really small. And so we have come across that we find that little dogs, some dogs are really, we find little dogs are pickier than big dogs. Some little dogs, you know, obviously they pick right up on it. Like the other day we dropped off, my husband was, he wasn't leery, but he was like, Holly, it's just hard to find a chihuahua that just picks up on raw dogs. And we had this 18 year old chihuahua that we dropped this bag of meatballs off to. And I, it's actually my best friend's grandma, and she was like, I was like, hi, you know, I hope it, you know, it does good on this. And the grandma texted us and said that her 18-year-old dog has had, you know, so much more energy. I mean, the poor little thing, it was so scrawny, it had its tail tucked in between its legs. I was like, I just don't know. But she always carries the dog outside, not carrying the dog outside anymore. It, you know, it has energy to walk on its own. So that was pretty neat to see that it had already seen a difference within just a few days of it being on a raw diet as opposed to a kibble diet. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you is you said you got great testimonials. Like, we love your product. What have you observed? How have people's dogs changed after they're on the raw food diet for a while? You can see, depending on kind of, like, I feel like if your dog has really bad dental problems, we recommend doing the chicken neck because that's really good for their dental health and cleaning their teeth. But you're also going to see, you're going to see their their stools are going to be, you know, they're not going to be as dark. They're going to be, or I mean, not as dark. They're not going to be as big. They're definitely not going to smell as bad. I'm trying to think. I mean, there's just so many different health benefits to. My wife noticed, she said, like, their teeth are much cleaner. You know, we took a couple of them to the vet, and the vet's like, oh, their teeth are looking good. You know, sometimes you sit next to them, they fart on you, and sometimes it's awful. But she said that's not yes, nearly as bad, that, which is kind of funny. Like, so we have a golden doodle. And so my golden doodle had actually gone to the bathroom in our house. And if it would have been on a regular kibble diet, I would have known instantly. But my daughter was the one that actually found the poop and you can even smell it. And so that is, I mean, obviously their poop is going to come out a lot blacker. And a lot of people are like, Holly, why is my dog's poop so dark? But it's because if they had especially been on a kibble diet before, they're flushing all those chemicals, they're flushing all those toxins out of their body. So that is why their poop, you know, turns to that color. But you'll also see, come to find out that 
excess or poop disintegrates in the yard. So it's not like you're, you'll have all these poop just out in your yard. It just, it disintegrates. And so I think there's just so many different nutritional benefits. Like we had this one customer that their dog was on palliative care with kidney failure. And after being put on that raw diet, their dog vet had recommended, Hey, you know, we can give you this little can of dog food for five or $6, or there's not much that we can do. And so she was like, you know, I started looking around and I went to this holistic vet and they recommended us to be put on your raw dog food. And after being put on our raw dog food, her dog is not on diet. It's not, it wasn't on dialysis. It wasn't, it's not on palliative care. All of her dogs are healthy. All the kidney levels are normal. All the kidney function is normal. So she was like, you know, that was pretty amazing to see how well, you know, they had, that had told me my dog was going on palliative care, you know, just let it get through the end stages of life. And now it's doing well, and it's doing healthy. And so we just have so many amazing stories that we hear from customers that have transitioned their dogs to raw after being put on a kibble diet. Yeah, we had years ago, before we knew about your stuff, we had an old dog that wasn't doing well. My wife read about bone broth and started making it for him. And me too. And it literally brought the dog back to life. He was, uh, he got a, yeah, a lot better. And this is when he was like 13 and he lived to be 16. So it really helped, saved him. So I just thought that was really cool that the, you know, the power of a, of a good diet can really change a dog dramatically, like you mentioned, you know? Absolutely. And you just see, you know, it really makes you think, you know, about what you're putting into your own body. And so especially seeing, you know, the nutritional benefits of putting a dog on a diet that doesn't have all those additives and fillers and chemicals. And so it really, you know, puts it into perspective to me, you know, to see how a dog can be transformed by putting it on a natural diet, as opposed to a diet that has all those extra fillers and grains and all those preservatives and what it can do to your body. What, um, I know it depends on the size of the dog, but approximately how many meat pucks or meatballs should you give them in a day? We usually give okay, ours, so- uh, our dogs are like 60 to 80 pounds each. We give them either two or three meat pucks a day and maybe like a meatball yes, or two and-, and they seem to be okay. Absolutely. And so what I always tell people too, so we like to start dogs that are on a kibble diet and transitioning to raw. We like to start them out on one and a half percent of their body weight and move them up to 2% of their body weight. But starting them out, um, people don't realize, you know, they're not going to eat as much raw as they will kibble because their bodies are able to digest everything as opposed to a kibble diet. And so um, they're getting all those nutrients as if they were eating kibble, their body's really not digesting all that. And so it's just going through them. It's just filling their body up with chemicals. And so as on a 60 pound dog, think if the dogs look like they're in a healthy weight range, but we always tell people too, it can vary too, dog to dog. You know, a 60 pound dog, it might need three pucks, but this other dog might need four pucks. It just depends on also their activity level and how much, you know, how active their dogs are. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, have you looked into any uh, scientific studies on raw feeding or, you know, is there any scientific liter- literature out there that talks about some of the benefits, you know, to the dog's microbiome or, you know, any oh studies gosh, done so yet on it? Up. Yes. Okay. So, the how we got our formula is obviously we got they got all these nutritionists together and helped us come up with a formula that we have. But as far as studies, I'm always you know looking to read you know you know does this diet this you know their health. I am researching that, but I I haven't found like a specific study that I'm like oh you know Ronald the old owner he has this one study that he sends to everybody and I wish I had that on the top of my head, but I don't 
know it off the top of my head, but it's a great study that, you know, this person did, you know, with the dogs that were on a kibble diet and the dogs that were on a raw diet and the differences, you know, between those two. And so it was, I really wish I had that on hand, but I do not have that on hand with me right now. That's okay. Well, what, what kind of things have people said in the testimonials that surprised you or just made you happy? What are some things that you've noticed? Um, just to see, you know, a complete turnaround. Like I think one of the biggest things that we get from customers all the time is their allergies. And those allergies are resulted from all those preservatives and fillers that are in a kibble diet. And so it's really hard, you know, to see a difference when we have customers that mix the kibble with the raw, you know, I always say, you know, to each its own. But if their dog is having bad allergies and I'm like, you know, we need to completely eliminate what I believe is causing your dog those allergies. And so to see a complete turnaround dog that has these terrible, you know, when they itch all day, I can't patches when they have, you know, these bald patches all over their skin because they're itching or they're licking themselves all constantly being able to see that their dog has a complete turnaround from switching from that kibble diet, to that raw diet really puts it into perspective to me to see, you know, dogs just really are not able to absorb and digest and, the chemicals and stuff that it does to a dog's body, people just don't realize. And so even with it saying, you know, they're buying these high end kibble diet, it's really not what it all seems out to be. But I think just seeing some of the testimonials as far as, you know, seeing a complete turn around their dogs with the allergies, with their teeth, with their, with their energy level, just like the 18 year old dog, you know, with not being able to having to carry it out, carry it outside. And for it to be that old and to see it, you know, a change within a couple of days is just pretty amazing to me. Yeah, no, that's very cool. So I'm here in Austin, Texas, and I met y'all at a, a farmer's market. How extensive is your operation? Are you able to ship it out to other states yet? Or uh, what? where are you at right now? What are your plans for the future? So we actually just sent, we have so many stores right now that are wanting to carry our product from just hearing it, hearing about it through other people and hearing, you know, the positive benefits of a raw dog food diet, but also being specifically on our formula. They've heard a lot of great things. And so right now we got our substance off to a Texas state chemist. So we are actually getting our nutritional analysis back that we have to send off with a labeling. And once we get our labeling and packaging done, I'm hoping to see a huge, which I'm already seeing. I mean, just since we bought the business over a year ago, I've seen it grow exponentially, but I think it's going to be pretty life changing to see when we can actually get into stores and we're looking into different shipping. You know, it's, we want to make it as cost efficient for everybody as we can. It's just once you get into shipping, it does, it just adds such a cost to it, but we can't ship it like a hundred pounds. You know, we have tons of customers that order a hundred pounds at one time. And you're going to be spending just as much on the dog food as you are on the shipping. And so when it gets up to, to that degree. So just trying to find, you know, ways around on how we can make it cost efficient, I think is probably the hardest part that we're coming across right now. But hoping, you know, once we get into stores and everything, we're hoping, you know, just to be able to really grow. And I'm really excited to see what our, you know, what the future holds within the next six months. Yeah, no, that's excellent. Um, so where can people find out more about you? Where do they go? So you can go, you can visit our website at jakeandblues.com. And if they have any questions, we always like, you know, our customers to call us, especially if they haven't ever been on a raw diet and they don't really know what it all entails. Always like them. And our, we have our phone number on our website. I always like for them to give me a call because, you know, people that haven't been on a raw dog food diet, I feel like it can get real confusing real fast, especially, you know, like I said, being on a kibble diet forever and then going 
from a kibble to a raw, people have no idea. And so I think my biggest thing is, you know, helping them through the process and showing them, you know, how much to feed per dog, because that's my biggest thing is you don't want to overfeed a dog, especially with a dog on raw. And so a lot of people with kibble, like I said, they think they need to give as much kibble as they are. They need to give as much raw as they've been given kibble. And so I always love our customers to reach out to us just so we can stay in contact with them. And also, we like to follow up with them and make sure that their dogs are doing good, they're having any kind of issues. Because if they're having any kind of issues, usually we have a quick fix. I always say we aren't miracle workers, but usually there's a reason if they're having a problem. And so it might be because they're mixing with other things. You know, there it could be one in a thousand different issues. But that's why we like to stay in contact with them, you know, because... If there is a fix, we want to be able to help them. And so I would say, please give me a call. Okay. And what's the number to get in touch with you if you want to give it or email or website? How would you like listeners to find you? Absolutely. You can find me, obviously, at jakeandblues.com. We have a Facebook page and we have an Instagram. But you can always give me a call at 325-805-1125. Very good. And it's called Jake, J-A-K-E, and blues b-l-u-e-s just for for listeners in case it wasn't clear.com yes sir that is it yeah cambry thank you very much for coming on the call i really appreciate it absolutely and like i said if anybody has any questions don't hesitate to reach out because you know we're here we're here to help and you know we want to see your dog thrive and so that's our motivation through it all we don't want a dog struggling and they shouldn't have to struggle and hmm. so if anybody has any questions don't hesitate to reach out Remember, before you go, adding relaxed babe gummies to your daily routine is an amazing way to support your everyday wellness. Get your CBD products from a company who's passionate about making CBD wellness simple, delicious, and routine so you don't have to worry about anything. Relaxed Babe is giving our listeners 20% off their first purchase. Use coupon code FINDINGGENIUS with no space, FINDINGGENIUS, at checkout, and you'll save 20% site-wide. Visit shoprelaxbabe.com. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.